2: anything that's worth having is worth protecting life is all about juggling those relationships and the more intimate we get the smaller the crowd gets because i have a ministry does not mean that i am exempt from the need of accountability i would submit i need it more the eyes are the gate whoever controls the gate controls everything beyond the gate
3: dear young married couple you're in a busy season of your life You're probably working and involved in ministry. On top of that, you might even be parents or students. You're maxed, but you really wanna stay connected in your marriage.
1: And that's why we're bringing this podcast to you.
3: I'm Adam King.
1: And I'm Carissa King. And we work with busy couples just like you in our counseling office here in Sacramento, California. We also work with couples all over the world through online counseling. And our couples are really just looking for ways to communicate with each other more effectively. Some of them are looking to heal from a breach in trust or find direction in fulfilling the purpose that God has for them.
3: So come and join us as we have a conversation. We'll talk with therapists, authors, pastors, and other couples who will pour into us, giving us tools to become more intimately connected, get adventurous, and find purpose. Welcome to the Dear Young Married Couple Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking to Pastor Daniel McKillop on how boundaries protect what matters most.
1: And he is a deep thinker. It was such a privilege to be able to dive into this topic with him. Before we get into the conversation, we wanted to let you know that today, February 1st, if you're listening to it the day it comes out, is the deadline to register for our adventure and intimacy retreat. You guys, it's gonna be three days of incredible adventure and incredible intimacy in St. George, Utah, March 11th through the 13th of this year.
3: You guys, we are gonna be golfing. We're gonna be doing adventures, doing uh, hikes. You're just not gonna wanna miss it.
1: Sand-duning, four-wheeling. Come on
3: now.
1: It's gonna be awesome, and massages. Uh, yeah, so much in store. Um, here are the topics that we're going to be covering We're going to be talking about intimate communication barriers to intimacy sex and desire his and hers edition um, We're gonna talk about your own adventure into deeper intimacy it's and kind then, of
3: forming a plan.
1: Yeah We'll close it out with that plan to create lasting change and we're looking forward to meeting you in person we're limiting it to 25 couples we only have a few slots left and we really hope that you're one of those couples
3: yes so come and join us
1: all right on to our interview with pastor daniel mckillop he is the host of the kingdom speak podcast and we'll link that in the show notes and um he just has so much depth and i'm looking forward to you hearing our conversation today welcome daniel mckillop to the podcast we're so honored that you're with us today
2: welcome we are delighted to be here with you. Thank you for this opportunity. We are huge, your <laughs> young married couples fans.
1: Aw, well, we
3: are huge Kingdom Speak fans.
1: That's right. You uh, are a person of depth and a person of character and we get so intrigued by listening to your reflections and research in the scripture and you have a concept that you've been thinking through lately that we are excited to pick your brain about today and that has to do with practically speaking boundaries in a relationship but also access that we give our spouse or others to ourselves and um, we're gonna dive into that topic with you today
3: We'll just throw that question at you. Um, you've been doing the research and talk to us about, about boundaries and access and how that relates to the family and marriage.
2: Absolutely. Uh, uh, thank you again for the opportunity to be here. Uh, I did want to say this. We got our first couple going through your pre-quipped class. So, oh,
1: right on. Yeah. That's it's awesome. really good.
2: So huge shout out to that.
1: Oh, um, good.
2: The, the topic of boundaries I think is, is one that is probably underrated. Yeah, because yeah. It, it really affects every, every facet of life, relationally, mm-hmm. um, yeah. church-wise, family-wise, business-wise.
0: Yeah,. <laughs> yeah.
2: Boundaries, um, so they denote the fact that there is something beyond them worth having. So if, if there is nothing worth having. Then there's nothing worth protecting.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: So when you come up to a wall, that automatically in uh, there's an intrigue to what is beyond this. When you come to a gate, mm-hmm. what is beyond? Mm-hmm. So the very thing that keeps keeps some out gives access to others.
1: <sighs> yeah. Wow. So
2: a, a full understanding of this, and this is a biblical principle. That, right. again, as we've said, affects everything, whether it be business, personal relationships, marriages, families.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so if we go back to the garden, then we, we get the first look at this kind of a setup. So we have mm-hmm. paradise. We literally have got um, an ecology of balance in that first mm-hmm. family setting.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That
2: is protected by a boundary. Now, nobody knows what the picket fence looked like around it. Nobody knows, (laughs) but we clearly do know that when, when Adam and Eve were kicked out, that there was a way to get into the garden. Right. Mm -hmm. That was protected. (laughs) Right. And an angel was put there to monitor and protect the access to that Ecology of paradise that was beyond. Hmm. Yeah. So anything that's worth having is worth protecting. Right. Yeah.
1: That's right. And
2: the I think it's important that we understand in 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 all of our in all of our walks that that we don't we don't just need to let anybody in. Mm. There are dimensions of using again paradise that, that you need to be qualified. To have access to that, so the mm-hmm. the fruit of the tree of life was not mm-hmm. just available right. for anyone. The yeah. it, there was exclusive access, and it was guarded mm-hmm. by a gatekeeper. Yeah. And so, I, I think a good question to ask ourselves is, you know, what what gates am I neglecting? What what points mm-hmm. of access to my life? am I neglecting, whether it's in my relationship Mm -hmm. with my wife, whether it's in my relationship, um, as a, as a minister, what, Mm -hmm. what, what gates am I neglecting? And just giving too much access to the wrong thing (sighs) or not enough access to the right thing. Uh, It's a two-edged sword.
1: That's good. And
2: something that triggered in my mind too is
3: how much value do you give to what is on the inside?
0: Oh, mm-hmm. because
3: if I don't correctly value what's inside, then why would I need to protect my gate with all vigilance?
2: Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So how you handle the gate, in other words, is a reflection on how valuable you think what is beyond the gate really is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. I love that concept of thinking of a boundary or an access point in terms of gates. Because I think in in therapeutic language, people will will use the term "wall," right? Like, oh, they have a wall up, and that oh. kind of has a negative connotation, right, sure. like they're they're withdrawing or they're avoiding. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when we think about boundaries, people will think, you know, in terms of fences at times, like keeping things out, a hedge, a hedge, <laughs> yeah, a hedge of protection, and and that does give that that sense of you know that protective factor, so that could be positive but gate is a whole nother concept because it's not just about keeping things out or protecting it's it hinges open as an access point
2: to let the right it's not always closed and it's not always open Ah, that's
1: so good so okay let's get practical with this you know if People are thinking about their marriage. We'll start there and we can talk about family and, and ministry as well. But if people are talking about thinking about their marriage and boundaries that need to be set up in their marriage as a pastor, how have you guided people in setting up appropriate boundaries? What does that look like? Practically speaking.
2: Sure. Um, there, I mean, there are so many ways we could go with this because this, mm-hmm. this, this principle is so applicable yeah. mm-hmm. to every area of our life. But yeah. you can only, let, let, let's use this as an example. I think the concept of, of Facebook and applying that to a real world is just mm-hmm. not practical. 5,000 <laughs> friends is not sustainable. So you cannot handle that many relationships. Yeah, So you have to you have to make decisions based on how much access am I going to give that particular relationship mm-hmm. to the intimate areas of my life
1: mm-hmm. because I can
2: only handle so many. That's right. Yeah. So you, and you see this, uh, I'm not wanting to jump too far ahead in the discussion and, sure. and, but let's, let's just look briefly at this, the, the tabernacle plan. Mm-hmm. Is a mm-hmm. setup for the for, for very practical application to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So mm. talk about so it. the tabernacle is centered in the midst of Israel. Everybody in their tribe is there's there's centrality mm-hmm. to the tabernacle.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Judah always was in the same place. Reuben's tribe was always in the Simeon. They were, they're all strategically placed. All of this has such implications for order and structure and mm-hmm. the importance of such. Yes. But everybody came through. Judah was always at the east, and so the temple tabernacle was always set to face east. Mm -hmm. So there is a a neat little theological nugget here that if you're going to leave God, you always go east, but you go west when you are pulling towards deity. And the tabernacle was set so that you entered the east and you went deeper. You went farther. Mm -hmm. You So the, the tabernacle, when you went into the outer court was a whole lot more crowded Mm -hmm. than the inner court. Okay. Yeah. So the qualifications for outer court access were a little more lax Mm -hmm. than those that were qualified to enter into the inner court or the holy place.
1: Yeah. The deeper you you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And each of those, so first of all, there's a boundary and a border around the whole tabernacle. So right. you, you, you had to come in a gate to get in.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you had to be
2: qualified the, too. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, And that is why that when Jesus said, I am the door, yes. there is such an application to this. Yes. If you come in any other way, you're a thief and a robber. You mm. gotta come, You can't scale the wall. You can't come over the back fence you have to come in at the gate. Yes. Each so progressive dimension in the tabernacle, got, it, it was progressively more intimate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was an access point, not right. just from the outside to the outer court, but from the outer court to the inner court, you went mm-hmm. through another access point. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately there's a veil that separated you from the holiest of holies, which was that intimate one-on-one dimension where the glory of God was manifest. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't something you shared with a thousand people.
0: Mm -mm.
2: It is Mm -hmm. something that was an intimate one-on-one moment between you and Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm. So I think back to your question, um, about what's the practical application yeah. life yeah. is all about juggling i mean we have all the worship applications that we've referred to but but when we look at it from this angle life is all about juggling those relationships and the more intimate we get the smaller the crowd gets
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah until
2: mm-hmm. you are uh so so let's let's make it real practical in the sense of yeah i like this uh, a, a relationship between a husband and a wife yeah yeah there is outer court relationship there's mm-hmm. inner court relationship and there's ultimate intimacy that is between you beyond the veil that is none yes. of nobody else's mm-hmm. business that is reserved for you that's not yeah. for the girlfriends and the mm-hmm. guys and the you you can share certain outer court relationships
1: right yeah
2: so part of respecting boundaries is telling that young couple who is now going to be able to access greater dimensions of intimacy than they have up until the covenant
1: mm-hmm. saying,
2: now Sorry. you got to understand you don't drag intimate actions back out to the outer court. Right. Yeah. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. At that
2: moment, it's no longer intimacy. The fact that it's yeah. intimacy is it's one-on-one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And do we beautiful. not have a culture that has, tried its best to erase mm-hmm. every boundary yeah. around um and they don't like to call it intimacy anymore. It's just a sexual right. experience now, right? Exactly.
1: Right. Yep. Yep. Right. That's exactly right. Uh, I love this. And I also like how it does apply to a premarital couple. You know, we have this concept of um, you know, the more we know somebody, the more we can express love toward them. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the further west you go, the deeper you go into the tabernacle, the more you get to know about the holy of holies, even though you you aren't engaging in that intimacy or that affection or that that right. love, that expression yet. And same goes in a dating relationship. You know, the more you get to know about them, the more you do get to know, you get to express more and more affection and engage more and more. Right. And then once that covenant is entered into, the veil is torn, and that's when they can fully experience the Absolutely. to know and to love. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. really cool.
2: That is I gates. like how that applies. And it's, it's never, a, the gates, and, and this, this is a big part of it, the gates are never the destination.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: The gates are always the access. Yeah. To what is beyond? Mm-hmm. So, um, in that mm-hmm. premarital setting, we spend so much time reinforcing in that single young person's life. Listen, that, that's a gate that you yeah. don't go through. You stay, you yeah. stay out. But that right. very thing right. becomes an access point.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: Uh, yeah.
3: Yes. So often we talk to young people about. Having to balance knowing and loving, what the world does is they go straight to well, physical loving, right? Or like I'm, oh, I just want to be loved, but they haven't gone anywhere in that. They don't know that person. That person is a stranger, yeah, except for their body.
0: Mm-hmm. Well said, yeah. Well said. So,
3: so what we try to do with premaritals is walk them slowly and say like your loving needs to match your knowing Mm -hmm. Mm. and as you walk through you know those gates you know what to do when you're in that outer court Mm -hmm. and then because you can't just let a stranger from moab just walk you through the the temple without you know there's certain things that you do you go to the brazen altar you go you, you right. do certain right. steps yeah right. and that has to be known has to be in known in order for God to
2: accept the love oh. of that.
0: Yeah. Mm. Okay,
2: that is so that is so good because here here's another here's another layer yeah. to this. Yeah. Judah is strategically positioned at the east of the tabernacle. Yeah. So Judah is is known as the tribe of praisers or I will praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. So the access to that entire redemptive system of the tabernacle is accessed with praise. Yes. Praise is not an exclusive thing. It is an inclusive thing. Yep. Let everything that hath breath yeah. praise the Lord. Mm. Okay. Right. Yep. So the gateway is not restrictive. Mm-hmm. But what is beyond the culmination of that mm-hmm. is that there's a worship experience in the holiest of holies mm-hmm. that is one-on-one. Yes. Oh, that's so good. So, so the 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 generality of all right. He qualifies because he has a heartbeat. Yeah, <laughs> has yeah. to become more than that when he's your husband. Uh, or it has, you, you, there, that that intimate worship experience is, and that's why you read scriptures like, "I will mm-hmm. enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, praise." praise. That right. is my access. Mm-hmm. But we never want, we never want that gate to just be the destination, mm-hmm. because right. praise is powerful, but worship is transformative.
0: Mm.
2: Mm. and so worship is where it changes you so the gate won't change you but it will give access to that dimension that will transform you
1: oh yes okay i love how that applies to in terms of spousal affection the way we pursue each other right oh yes you you praise each other but that is just the gateway. Like right. that is not the transformative experience. Right. It's not until you enter that full surrender. That's what worship is. It's a yes. full surrender. It's vulnerable. Yes. That's when you enter into a transformative experience. Oh, yes. And we could that, just chat about this all
2: day. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the reality is, is that is what keeps after twenty three years of marriage. Mm -hmm. That's what keeps the spice in the marriage. Mm. Yes, That's what keeps the passion there Mm -hmm. is there's always a gate that leads, that leads deeper. Mm. And you sell yourself. We sell ourselves short
0: Mm -hmm. by
2: just hanging out at the gate. Uh, Yeah. Making making a destination.
3: How do we do that? How do you see that done when we just, sell ourselves short and don't go through you know don't go deeper into that knowing Mm -hmm. and loving um where do people get
2: hung up practically that's that's a very good question and if if i could if i could answer it and bring me back if i get lost here okay (laughs) but there's another biblical principle here Mm -hmm. that um there's there's so many parallels or at least i see so many parallels with praise and worship and yeah. husband and wife relationships absolutely the, yes. that you know there's just so many yep. um songs of solomon is full of gates and lattice and and mm-hmm. the door locks and the you know mm-hmm. so there's all of these parallels of the song the lover that that relationship mm-hmm. so um here's an interesting thing saul king saul is is uh, he he's fallen prey for what Eve felt, fell prey for, and he's mm-hmm. disobeyed, he's rebelled. And so now he is um, He's operating on yesterday's anointing. In fact, it's arguable whether he's even anointed because yeah, sure. Samuel tells him mm-hmm. the anointing that was on you, I've, I've now given it to yeah. someone else. So mm-hmm. the anointing for Saul's life now, which is an intimate thing, that's a yeah. one-on-one thing, has now been transferred to someone else, and he's, he's still got the throne, but he's not, <laughs> mm, right. it doesn't mean anything anymore. It's a figurative role, and he's already been informed that your successor has already been anointed, and it's just a matter of time. And so the Bible says that an evil spirit from the Lord troubled Saul. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so he would get a, a minstrel, or he would get David to come,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and he would play music to lift that, and it would work, it would be successful. Mm-hmm. That tormenting, evil, depression, what it, whatever it all entailed, mm-hmm. um, he it, it would work. But the problem is, is that that's only a gate. That's, that's the praise element. Mm-hmm. There is no total deliverance there. So it would always come back, and he would always need David to come back and play the harp to get rid of it again. Mm-hmm. So because he hung out at the gate and never went deeper, mm-hmm. then a pattern, a, a cyclical pattern emerged in his life of never truly gaining deliverance or the upper hand yeah. right. on, yeah. on that vice in his life.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
2: just seasons of victory and then loss and victory and then succumbing to it. Yeah. And the reality is that he needed to embrace the prophet. Who would come in and speak to him? This is what you do. Now that's intimate.
0: Mm. That's
2: that's beyond the emotional appeal of the music. Yeah. And that is, all right, now this is what you need to do.
0: Yeah.
2: And do it. And so he would embrace a musician or a minstrel, but he would never embrace a minister. It was Mm. It, it, it was a matter of go with me before the people and let's make it look okay. And let's, mm-hmm. let's make yes. it present well. Yep. Yep. But I'm not going to apply. Yeah. What I really need to apply to my life mm-hmm. to be liberated from this.
1: Yeah. It's a matter of comfort versus discomfort, right? The minstrel yes. was comfortable, yes. but the... the
3: humbling himself changing. That's right. Surrendering. Mm-hmm. That's, That's uncomfortable. Not, that wasn't in, in Saul's right? playbook
2: mm-hmm. because there's a confrontational element coming back to your question, Adam, mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. you know, how do we keep from hanging out there? You have to embrace that spoken creative power of the word that mm-hmm. really does confront us sometimes. Yeah. And it pulls us beyond the soothingness, uh, element of the music and right. right? And it goes, mm-hmm. now let's come in here one-on-one. Beyond this next gate and let me tell you what you need to do to change this. Mm. Wow.
3: So this, I see a perfect parallel into marriage Mm
2: -hmm.
3: where, you know, on the surface, we could keep everything looking good
0: Mm -hmm. and
3: we could tell each other how great they are sometimes, but sometimes there does have to be a confrontation or a conversation where we figure things out and things change. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. In and order, there's humbling of, each, there, there of is oneself, humbling yeah, and taking
3: on responsibility for the problems you've caused in a
2: marriage,
1: right?
3: Because hum, humbleness is humility. That's it is. difficult, man. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. It is It's it, humility. It's, it's a, yeah. Okay, maybe this will maybe this will help um, answer that as well. Mm-hmm. Mordecai was called to the gate.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, yeah. he's serving in the gateway. Of a king that's holding him captive. That's an ironic yes. uh, position that he's in. Right. He, he he's a captive in this in this country, and he's in the and he's in the gate, and he hears two guys plotting to say, "We're gonna kill the king." Mm-hmm. Now you would think he would high five himself and say, "This is the day the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it." <laughs> I am going to be quiet right now and let this unfold.
0: Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah
2: but he knew the responsibility that he was called to in the gate. Mm. Yeah. So part of this coming back to marriages, coming back to relationships is he knew what to conceal and what to reveal. And mm. that's a big part of, of fulfilling the role of that gatekeeper Yeah, mm-hmm. is knowing when to shut the door and when to open the door. Mm -hmm. So he knew to tell Esther, don't tell anybody that you're a Jew. Don't Mm -hmm. conceal. Mm -hmm. But then he also knew when a plot was being hatched Mm -hmm. to kill the king, ah, you don't conceal that. Mm -hmm. So the elements in a relationship, and I will pass off to the therapist on this, but (laughs) is a, is a balance of knowing Mm -hmm. what to conceal and what to reveal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Talk
3: like, I know that some people might be like, "Well, hold on, shouldn't we just share everything mm. to our yeah. spouse?" It's everything's just so an my, open
2: book. But just is it read it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> be careful, guys. And <laughs> I'm not, I'm not ad, uh, advocating secrecy, right? Oh, I uh, yes. right uh, to a fault, yes. yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, yeah, but, but clearly because. All right. At, 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 maybe this maybe this helps put a boundary around this. Is mm. um, the secret was only kept so long, and it was not to be kept forever. It was to be to maximize when it mm. was gonna, the effectiveness of when it was going to be revealed. Mm. Yeah. So That's really good. Was, yeah. It wasn't about keeping it. So this is my dirty, dark secret that I don't no. want anybody to know about. Absolutely. This was mm-hmm. about a part of identity that mm-hmm. if I reveal it too soon, it will thwart. Yeah the overall well
1: and it was it was strategic and if to apply that to a marriage you know if you have something that's been on your heart something that's heavy and you need to discuss this with your spouse Mm -hmm. it's not Mm -hmm. about a secret it's about strategy it doesn't make sense to just Spill it all out while the kids are having breakfast, you know, throwing their stuff and you're trying to get ready for church. And, you know, that's not an appropriate time. So you use strategy, just like Mordecai instructed Esther Mm. to use strategy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. You
2: you, you notice this too about Mordecai is he was a man of conviction. Um, Mm. And when Haman would come by expecting worship, he knew that don't happen at the gate. And he said, "No, I'm not going to do that, even though it infuriated."
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Haman (laughs) understood that's reserved for farther in. Mm. That's that's not that's not something I am to share with you.
1: Hmm. Yep, that's good. Wow. So
2: all all of this we need to know. Again, we we've already touched on this, but I need to know that. Yeah, I've got friends, and I have relationships but I don't give them access to all of me. Yeah, Mm.
1: amen. And not even in terms of sexual intimacy, obviously that's the parallel with the Holy of Holies, but even in terms of those inner parts of you that, I mean, require your deepest energy and your Mm -hmm. deepest emotions. Um, In ministry, I'm sure you've seen this quite a bit, you're a mentor Mm -hmm. to many ministers. how do ministers often get kind of caught in the, in the middle of, you know, needing to have be an access point, but also needing to put a boundary there? Um, talk about that. Talk about burnout and, and how ministry yeah. can kind of put the, everything out there uh, too early or, yeah, just kind of share your perspective on that.
3: We'll be right back to the interview. But first, we want to share something that we are really excited about.
1: So, you know, we all have those times where we don't feel super connected to our spouse and we really don't know what conversations to have to get us to that connected place. And then on top of that, we're so busy that we don't prioritize those conversations.
3: And that's why we created the monthly live date night
1: and monthly live date night is every month on a friday night for 90 minutes 60 minutes it, we focus on a topic that uh, you guys pick and then 30 minutes we do a QA and it's live where we're all together asking questions and giving answers on topics related to your marriage your intimacy And we share tools. Uh, We have handouts that we call homework because we want you to be there to listen and to soak in, but we really want you to take action in your marriage too.
3: So come join us live for the next monthly live date night. Check the link in the show notes for dates and details.
1: All right. Back to the interview.
2: Yeah. the, The whole adage of I'd rather burn out than rust out is really not a good life motto. You're out either way. <laughs> You're right.
1: Yes. <laughs> You're absolutely right. So, yes.
2: Um, I am a proponent of giving it everything you've got.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And so, uh, but I, I think part of it when, when it comes to effectiveness, and you guys do this so well, um, to be effective, you do have to be vulnerable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You have to, uh, and, and I've seen some in ministry who um, they they minister from a perspective of I've got this and you need to get it mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: rather than you know what I struggle with this the same way that anybody else struggles with this mm-hmm. um, how about let's 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 tackle mm-hmm. this and see if by the grace of God we can't
0: mm-hmm.
2: do a bit better in said area sure so I think the, the danger is finding that balance between having, having walls built so high that nobody can, nobody can get access to you mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: and having a gate so wide that everybody has access to you. Sure. And that yeah. is that balance. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife, how about, how about this? My wife, here's, here's vulnerability. There um, we go. <laughs> my wife heard, because we're going through this pre quipped. Mm-hmm. And you guys weren't around to help us with our pre-marriage counseling. So <laughs> we're just doing it now. <laughs> Love it. So we were on a date Friday. Yeah. And um, she said, I don't know when this is coming out. So this may be a few weeks from now, but we we're on, the, on a date. And so she's going through the three questions that you mm-hmm. suggest. Love good. Right. Mm-hmm. Good. And, you know, how, how did this work out in our relationship and what uh-huh. didn't work out and mm-hmm. how can I help you? And I said, mm-hmm. uh, you can come on the podcast. Uh huh. And so just before this session today, we recorded our first podcast with my oh, wife. Oh, right on. So cool. <laughs> oh,
1: that's awesome.
2: <laughs> okay. So it's, it's, but, but part of it is, um, I think you have to have a diet of other voices in your life that, mm-hmm. that can help you find that balance of where is too far, where's too committed you know what? Yeah. We need to shut the door here. Mm-hmm. We need to go on a date. We need to set this time as, a, aside. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, the last 22 months has been different for me. I've gone from traveling extensively to staying home, but mm-hmm. now that's opening up again. And so we're having to readjust schedules.
0: Right. right. And
2: mm-hmm. you know, this is going to be our time. Yeah. So, um, I don't think it's just a, a, an element of time, though. I think it's also a matter of, of emotional connectivity with people. How far right. do you go? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know?
2: I, I think um, there's, a, there's an example here, and this may lead into something because, and I'll, I'll let you be the, the guardrails on this portion <laughs> of the discussion. <laughs> um, but David, David was burnt out. If you want to use that term, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it was a time when kings were supposed to be at battle. And he stayed home.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah.
2: And he had retired for the night. Scripture is pretty clear. He'd, he'd gone to bed because he got up from bed. Okay. Yeah. Went to the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is when he looked over the wall from that vantage point and saw uh, Bathsheba bathing and, and was intrigued by the beauty of what he saw, right. sent a message for her. Okay. There's an interesting thing here with temptation and boundaries around ourselves. Kings mm. need boundaries. Preachers need boundaries. Yes. Um, Therapists. Well, yeah, we absolutely every, we Everybody. have boundaries. Yes. And so there's, there's three things because, um, The eyes are the gate. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: So whoever, whoever, I I don't think I've said this up until this point, but this applies for everything we've talked about in the past and up until now is whoever controls the gate, controls everything beyond the gate. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right.
2: Right. The angel that was at the gate to the garden, controlled everything that was going on in the garden. Whoever controls the gate, to the tabernacle controls everything that's going on beyond the tabernacle mm-hmm. so the eyes are the gateway if i can control my eyes i can control every other aspect of that lustful nature the propensity to mm-hmm. be intrigued by that which which shouldn't be appealing to me mm. right and so and this ties to the burnout thing
1: okay mm-hmm.
2: He goes. He's retired for the day. Mm-hmm. He's he's he's. You you know how that is. There's just something about. Um, I've checked all the boxes from today. Uh, I'm I'm just shoving the clutch. I'm either going to bed or I'm in bed. I've looked at this because anytime I see a case of adultery, I see where a man has fallen. I see where. A king has fallen, I see, where mm-hmm. a ministry has fallen. And I ask the hard questions of how do I keep myself yeah. from entering into that or yeah. falling in that area.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think
2: there's three things there: time, place, and then the action. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay. There's 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 those three elements that contributed to that adulterous affair between mm-hmm. David and Bathsheba. Okay. First of all, it was at night. Okay. So the, we've all been there. There's certain places that you can be during the day that feel entirely different when you're there
1: mm-hmm.
2: at night, the timing of the event changes the event. Okay. So it was, it was the time. It was just not the time to be up there. Mm-hmm. He could be there in the afternoon and it wouldn't have been as problematic. could have been there in the morning and it wouldn't have been as problematic. There was something about the timing that contributed to this moment. He Mm -hmm. had already relaxed, already been in bed, then got up as if he's looking for something. The second Mm -hmm. thing is the place. When you say, is there anything wrong with the roof? I mean, you can be on the roof in the afternoon. Peter was on the roof and got revelation from God. There's nothing wrong with roofs, right? But at that time, Mm -hmm. it was a problem. Mm. Okay. So he could have been up there that afternoon, looking out, surveying the rest of the the courtyard, surveying the Judean hillside, surveying, and it wouldn't have been a problem. Mm. But when it's dark, at that particular time in that particular place,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that is when he fell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
2: and that is something that I think comes back to the discussion of. Uh, He should have been in a battle. He shouldn't have been in that place. He should have mm. been leading a charge, but just just pulled back too far. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's so good.
0: Mm-hmm. Something, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Something in like tells me that David knew where to look.
2: Mm. I agree.
1: Yeah,
3: he I agree. Had, I I completely think that. This was not a, uh, a new direction mm-hmm. that he just looked that night. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, like what you said a second ago, is that when he looked, that was the decision made mm-hmm. that I'm going to go yes. through with this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And why was she on the rooftop bathing in the middle of the night? <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> absolutely.
0: You know, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
3: So exactly. there, were, there, were, there were things already in motion. Mm-hmm. that and and we like to say that secrets are the buffer to intimacy, yeah and so obviously he had never talked to his wife well, that's he had good. never allowed anybody else into this place in his heart mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. left unchecked, left un um, confronted.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: and in a weak time
2: in his life where he was burnt out,
0: mm-hmm. he let it go, yeah right, hmm
2: right. He wasn't engaged in the kingdom things that he should have been, so he engaged in things that he shouldn't.
1: Right. There you go. Uh,
2: yeah. It's It's a, and so here, here's where I think um, we've got to have accountability. Yes. Absolutely. That's right. We have got to have accountability. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me ask you a question there. Mm-hmm.
3: What does that mean for preachers and, and for mm-hmm. ministry and people that are in leadership? Because I think some people yeah. do find it difficult to find maybe the accounting kind of accountability that they need sure, Absolutely. It, it may be and this is maybe a question are there different types of accountability for for I've, men and women mm-hmm. but in your position
2: mm-hmm. uh i think the first the first thing is that we have got to as ministry embrace the fact that we are not an exception we need it
0: mm-hmm.
2: i think right. that's the yeah. first hurdle is that, well, I'm anointed. Well, so wasn't David. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, God's going to help me. Ah, and you're saying he didn't want to help David. Like that's, right. that's where you're going with this line of reasoning. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because I have a ministry does not mean that I am exempt from the need of accountability. I would submit. I need it more.
0: Mm, wow.
2: Yeah. I would yeah. submit. I need it more so I can only speak for me personally. Okay. Um, I have accountability software on my devices um my yeah my wife has i've 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 got my location turned on she -hmm. knows where i'm at Mm -hmm. i also have that turned on for someone else that's a dear friend of mine that's awesome that 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 he knows he knows where i'm at he if he so chooses it's that dimension of of openness and accountability. But don't mm-hmm.
3: you trust your spirit man just to <laughs> overcome.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it comes yeah. back to this. That doesn't that doesn't hold square with what you teach your young people.
1: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: right, right. <laughs> so when you're when you're down the, the hall you're not in your office now you're down the hall and you're talking to these young people and you say now you can't be so full of the holy ghost that lust won't get you 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 flee youthful lust mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but not us
1: <laughs> right <laughs> right see what yep. i'm saying yes um
2: i think we need to model it yes so i i have this and 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 i i'm not trying to take a superior path to anybody. I'm just mm-hmm. openly telling you mm-hmm. some of the boundaries that I've put around myself. I yeah. think you've got to know when you're vulnerable, mm-hmm. where you're vulnerable mm. in order to keep the Bathsheba moment from happening.
1: That's good. Mm. Yeah.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've got to know that after I've given out all weekend, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, i'm 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 the the spiritual man is rejuvenated from what god's done all weekend Mm -hmm. but man that sunday night guy has got to be careful
3: yeah Yeah. it's so true just to talk about that every single affair and i've i've worked with a lot of affairs Mm -hmm. it's all about this this um vulnerability but also um what you're allowing in the access Mm -hmm. every single affair i've I've worked with, almost always it starts off very innocent. There is not mm-hmm. nothing bad happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. But what's happening is is there's a listening ear and there's somebody talking and what happens is it goes intimate. It goes into, mm-hmm. uh, you're not in the, the crowd outside the tabernacle anymore. You're really. in the inner courts and then you were Absolutely. working in and all of a sudden they're in a place that we shouldn't be here together. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't right. be talking about these things, but they're already on top of the roof yep. looking in that direction. Yeah. And, yep. and there's a decision made. Yep. And well, your brain is not thinking correctly at
2: that moment. That's right. No, it isn't. Right. You don't lay your hands on your head then <laughs> pray yourself out of that step. No, sir. <laughs> right? Yeah. So yep. Uh, the only praying that done, that's done there is repentance, and that's what you want to keep yourself out of Right, mm-hmm. and so that is why. Um, I'm not sure which one of you said it a moment ago, but uh, what does accountability I think it was you? And what does accountability look like to you? Mm-hmm. And is it multifaceted? Is it? It yeah. is. It's people. It's programs. It's 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 a host. Yeah, and it's just boundaries that I have spoken with our church about this. Mm-hmm. That. I don't want any any lady from our congregation texting with me.
0: Mm-hmm. If
2: it's an emergency, I get it. We we don't need to I understand that, but right. I don't I don't want the kind of access mm-hmm. for them yeah. to just go, hey Pastor, how's your day going today? No.
1: <laughs> right. No.
2: Yeah. Make it a group text. Include sure. my wife in Love it. It yep. takes. It takes six seconds longer to add one more name to this. Right, joke. and it, it,
1: yep, the Bible clearly good.
3: says, "Flee from the very appearance
1: oh,
2: mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. evil." Yes, yep. I've tried to take this back a step, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I've counseled people with this. I've, I've, I've tried to pick up the broken pieces right. of trust mm. that are lying littered on the ground. Yep, that started, like you said, um, Adam, with it didn't start with wanting a a holiest of holies encounter yes. with yeah. an inappropriate individual. Um, but it ended up there. Yeah. And and you're picking up these pieces because they they started out innocently
0: mm-hmm.
2: engaging in this. And I've tried to take them back. I said, let's roll the clock back 25, 30 years when texting wasn't quite the thing.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And let's go now. we're we're, we're gonna be all just everybody's hanging out at the house. And a bunch of couples are over. All of our friends are over. And I'm sitting there and I just grab my notepad and I write something on it. And I rip the piece of paper off. I fold it up. I get up. I walk across the room and I give it to your wife. And she opens it up and reads it and smirks and smiles and writes something on it and gets up and walks back across the room. Can you imagine? (laughs) Somebody would be really infuriated really quick. That's right.
1: Yep. Yep. What are you guys talking about?
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Totally. Because
2: it's a digital pigeon that's flying back and forth Mm -hmm. across the room. We've somehow embraced it as it's okay. Yeah. And I think we've made ourselves vulnerable. So Mm -hmm. it's not we can't blame the rooftop in exclusivity, but we've got to make sure we've got boundaries around that rooftop.
1: Uh Uh-huh. That's good. Mm -hmm. Is that where the action piece comes in? You said that there, you know, is time, place, and action. Right. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Mm -hmm. So, what am I going to do around that? I mean, there was there's there's a a strict admonition scripturally that if you have a roof without a fence around it, you were held responsible for that.
1: Ah, okay, Mm. interesting.
2: In fact, I was. um, We moved in. We live in a in in the parsonage, church parsonage. Uh huh. And when we moved in in 2014, uh, my parents had moved out and. Uh, they there was a deck that just got like threw together real real quick, and it was never intended to be something that lasted longer than a season. Okay, <laughs> but it just kind of stuck it out. You know, it somehow survived uh-huh. the winter, mm-hmm. and there was no there was no um, no 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 railing, so it literally oh. was just something that I had my barbecue sitting on, and Elder Von Morton was in preaching for us, and every morning he would quote that scripture to me. <laughs> You better that put a fence funny. around. That. I said, "Yes, sir, Elder." We'll get right over. <laughs> Drove this point home. That's Absolutely. So funny. <laughs>
0: oh,
3: oh. that's so good. Uh, mm. This has been a, such a fascinating conversation. It has. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the Bible has a lot of good things to say. <laughs>
1: you you know? think it does.
3: It does. Mm. I know. If we could just apply these it things does. diligently
1: mm-hmm. into
3: our lives. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Exactly.
1: This is fantastic. Um, We would like to ask you for recommended resources. If folks are listening and they're like, yeah, I need to set some boundaries in my relationship or I need to work on connecting more intimately with my spouse. um, What would you recommend to them as far as resources, books?
2: You're young married couples. (laughs) (laughs) That that is a fact. Although if they're hearing this, they're already listening. So yeah, (laughs) Um, true. You guys do a tremendous job. Um, As far as the the topic of you know pornography, that kind of things Mm -hmm. and those boundaries, And affair of the mind.
1: Okay. Yep. An affair of the mind. Mm,
2: Okay. A tremendous a tremendous resource.
1: Okay. We'll link Um, that in the show notes.
2: Yeah. The the other one that we we talked about with boundaries a bit uh, before the show, mm. the demise of guys. Yes, is another great good mm-hmm. uh, a a great resource. Okay, awesome. On just just then there's and I, I'm, I've been trying to pull it because it's been a little while since I read it, but there, I think the name of the book is just boundaries.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cloud and Townsend. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. perfect. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. That's a good one, and we'll link that one as well. And there's also Uh, The Boundaries series has, you know, boundaries for parenting, boundaries for marriage. and
2: Yes. -hmm. Yes. Great great material.
3: Yeah. And if if you are listening and see some areas in your life, you maybe have a deck that needs a fence. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
1: exactly.
3: (laughs) Build that fence. Maybe get one of these books and start having a conversation of what your boundaries could look like.
1: Yep. Yep. And in order to have this conversation, it will require vulnerability in and of itself. And that's yeah. that's an example of, you know, um, Daniel McKillop's been talking about gates, you know, and opening that gate wide enough to allow your spouse into that conversation, that can feel vulnerable. So it's
3: not very intimate if you're uh you know, one spouse is on the top of the gate and the other one's on the bottom and yelling back and forth what yeah. they need, you know?
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that kind of ruins the
1: atmosphere. Right? <laughs> right. It's not
2: very intimate.
1: Right. Yep. <laughs> so these are great resources. The final question we want to ask you is a question that we like to ask every interviewee, and that is I've never heard this. <laughs> here we go <laughs> rewinding back how long have you been married
2: 23 years
1: 33 years 23, Re- 23. oh 23 right. i was like whoa <laughs> you
2: yeah. don't look old enough to be yeah. married for 33 I
1: years think going yeah. down that, that trail too <laughs> 23 yeah. years so that's a long time so a couple decades of marriage look back into those first couple of years what advice do you wish you would have received and fill in the blank wow. dear young married couple
2: you know, we had, um, we had a number of people that seemed really interested in our marriage being a success, so they would come by and tell us what we needed to do and what we didn't need to do. And <laughs> then we would observe um, their marriages and go, uh, I'm not sure we want that character trait or that to be our identifying element. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I could speak to the young Daniel McKillop and Ruth McKillop, it would be that we would work harder at becoming what God had purposed for our marriage mm. than working at not being what we didn't want to become that we had seen uh, in other marriages.
1: Mm. That's good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a different perspective.
2: We we definitely would look around and go, we don't want to we, we we don't want that and we don't want that. And that's that's okay to a point. Yeah. Sure. But at some point you just need to get focus back on and, and why has God brought us together Yeah,
3: That's so good because mm-hmm. one is reactive and the other one is proactive
1: mm-hmm. and mission oriented yeah Missional. I love that
3: absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. well thank you so much for the wisdom all the theology <gasps> so good in this uh Awesome! This has just been a fun conversation.
1: Yeah, we should follow it up with with another theological discussion and, and oh, apply it.
3: Before we before we go, tell them about your
2: podcast.
1: Yes, we want them oh. to fo- to go follow Kingdom Speak. So, share what what is Kingdom Speak and and why should they listen?
2: Thank you for that. Kingdom Speak is basically something that was born out of COVID. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, when when we stopped traveling, it was kind of like, all right. Um, I'm home. I'm home now. So what am I supposed to be doing? What? Mm -hmm. In in these windows. And so Derek and Randy, the two guys that help the co-host and and, uh, producer of the show, were sitting around having coffee. And they said, man, we need to start dropping some podcasts. And at least our folks are locked down. Maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe it'll help them get through this two weeks to flatten the curve thing. (laughs) And the reality is, is that is about how it started. And I said, okay. That's cool let's let's give it a rip we threw up a couple Mm -hmm. cameras and 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 took off and it's really kind of just taken a life of its own it really has yeah had some great guests um so then go to kingdomspeak.ca okay and everything's linked there all of our youtube and podcast links are all linked there so and
1: they do it with excellence folks they have quite the video setup it's very
2: they weren't didn't throw up cameras no
1: they it's easy to watch for sure can they also find it on their podcast platforms
2: yes apple yes. google spotify
1: mm-hmm. Yep. awesome and then it's on older. instagram
2: at facebook twitter
1: at kingdom at,
2: uh, kingdom underscore speak on okay. instagram okay. Mm-hmm. uh i think everywhere else it's just kingdom at kingdom speak so
1: and on instagram they post uh links um uh, of well they have the link of the full episode but they post little clips where they have a little excerpt from what they were discussing Mm -hmm. yep and those are fabulous as well
2: go and listen
1: go listen thank you so so much much. thank you this has been rich Thanks for
2: allowing us to be with you i've enjoyed it today all right friends
3: we really hope that you got a ton out of today's conversation and if you want help if you want personal guidance
1: And we'd love for you to join us in conversation there. All right. See you next week.